Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Brooke. Amanda, how are you? I am good. How are you? Well, I'm great. I'm I'm feeling a tiny bit hungry because on my way here, oh no, there's a road that's always torn up, and there's I know that this doesn't sound related to hunger, uh-huh. but there's signs that say fresh oil and chips, and I'm always like, mm, that's... I have seen that. Sign. It makes me think that someone's going to give me like fresh yes, potato chips. It does, and I do always think about fish and chips mm-hmm. when I see it. I know. Let me talk to you about this a little bit, Brooke, because the fresh oil and chips. Yeah. Because I guess something was happening in our township mm-hmm. where they decided all at once that they were going to redo all the roads at mm-hmm. once. So the fresh oil and chips was on the roads everywhere. I thought that they were going to do some sort of like paving over top of it. Same. But they don't. They just leave the fresh oil and chips <laughs> there for the cars to drive over. And then it kind of gets compacted. Mm. And I knew that that was their final solution because then they painted the little yellow strip down the middle. Yeah. Is this an innovation in paving? I don't know. But it's not real fresh anymore, is it? No. No. It's a little stale. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm... I'm just curious. So for you, those of you listeners out there that are experts in paving, Mm -hmm. um, there's so many of them. If you could let us know what the heck's going on, why don't they do that like slick black asphalt? Why are we doing the compacting of the fresh oil and chips? I I need to know. I don't know, but it does make me hungry. (laughs) Okay. Also, I like your hair this morning. We talked about this a little bit, but you have a new strategy going for the beachy wave. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I'm doing this weird thing where I'm twirling them on each side. They're currently twirled. I do like, I twirl one way, then I twirl another way. And then I sprayed a little bit of um, sun bum, like whatever it is, sea Mm -hmm. spray or something on it. And... Then I diffused it a little bit. Now I'm just trying to leave the ringlets there and let it air dry. And I don't really know where we're going to end up with all this. Well, I enjoy it. Thank you. You look very um, (laughs) wind, uh, like a healthy wind blown look no not healthy oh no you know what i'm saying because i have mastered i have mastered the flat iron to do beachy weaves yeah but i feel like sometimes i go a little overboard and i end up looking like nelly from the little house on the prairie was that her name i don't know Um, i don't think i ever actually really tight tight curl oh i don't think your hair ever looks sometimes it ends up looking like that and it's also a little bit of work so it is a lot of work it's a lot of work that's what i when i straightened my hair for many many years that's like that was like the final look that i was trying to achieve before COVID hit and then i was like i'm just gonna lean into the curls 
nails. Yeah, you um, were achieving that look quite well. I, oh, thanks, yeah. was I? Yeah. yeah, but it had to be like perfect weather conditions because as soon as I walked outside of my house, if there was any humidity, it was like, well, there goes... So now I just lean into the humidity. We had some tough days with the hair, and I feel like we're still coming out of it because when I was at the beach in Ocean City, New Jersey, this past weekend, bangs and the beach do not agree Mm. because there's humidity, there's sand, there's sweat, there's wind. I mean, there was a point where I think my bangs were like vertical. I have never seen your hair look bad. And so so I was doing a bandana. And so what the bandana does is that it slicks the bangs back. And then, so the bangs after of three days of that, were like, we're not really sure which direction we're supposed to go anymore. And so yeah. there was a lot of trouble happening with the bangs. I, I mean, I didn't see you, but I disagree that you ever have a bad hair day. Is it like we always, I don't know, we're our own worst critics. Mm-hmm. Paige the other day was commenting how her hair is so straight and she's like, I want curly hair. And I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. you don't even know mm-hmm. like how long I wanted straight hair. And we just, n- nobody ever likes what we've got. I know my sister had such curly hair and I had such straight hair and we always wanted what the other one had. Of course. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to I hope that Paige eventually leans into and loves her lovely straight hair. Oh, Paige is so cute. She's She's pretty cute. She's pretty cute. Amanda, I wanted to give a little caveat. Remember uh, last week I was talking about my adorable but kind of hunk of junk tissue box cover that sparks joy, but it's like not like a well-made item. Right. I just want to clarify for anyone that happens to purchase it through our links that... um, it's it's also shaped as such that you actually have to remove the box entirely. Wow. You have to take like the chunk of tissues out of the box and like reposition them in the cover that looks okay. like a charming little retro radio. Right. Just a caveat. But it is still charming, right? Well, it's absolutely charming. So it's worth a little bit of that extra effort. I think so. But there are some Amazon reviews that are like, there aren't any tissue boxes that fit in this thing. I'm like, you know, let's make let's it problem work. solve, people. Make, make it, it work. work. So just that little caveat. I need to see a picture of what it looks like on your little table or whatever. Oh, I'll find one. That's uh, adorable. <laughs> You already have a picture. I'm sure I do. <laughs> I'm sure I've taken a picture oh, of it I somewhere. Can't wait to see it. Let me remind you, I have thirty thousand pictures on my phone. Oh, so. I know. Yes. Oh, I know. Yeah. We also have a new visitor today, Brooke, snoring over on the couch. We have Clark because my house is now. Just... Your side hustle is just dogs. <laughs> my side hustle is dogs. So this is my friend Gigi's dog uh, that we are watching while she is in Greece. And mm-hmm. he is a lovely. He is lovely. He's the sweetest guy. Mm-hmm. But he does a real strange greeting when anybody is like a a howl and a jump and a bark and a growl. You very accurately said, is he a hound? Yeah. Cause, and you know, I'm not like a huge dog no, person. I, like, I don't know a lot about it. dogs, but he sounded like it had like that houndy. Yeah. yeah. It was like, <laughs> his greeting was very alarming. <laughs> and he's got the hat, the long hound ears. One of my favorite movies growing up was the Fox and the Hound. Did Aww. you like that movie? I don't think I ever saw it. Sorry. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Copper and oh my God. I could burst into tears just thinking about it. Maybe I need to watch it or maybe not. (laughs) It's going to make me cry. Wait, what kind of dog did you say this dog is? I said Vishla? You said Vish something. I said it's a Vish something and you said Vishla and that is correct. All the dog knowledge. Where did that come from? I don't know. Where? I mean, I may have a petfinder.com account, but we're not going to talk about it because it's still not happening anytime soon. But, you know, anyway, 
Um, what else is new? Well, I just have to give another shout out to Dalvey and Co. Mm-hmm. That has opened up in Wayne, PA. They had their grand opening at the time of this recording, like last week. It's so cute. It's going to be my go-to shop for to visit. gifts. And, and yet, because you know, I love the occasionettes. <gasps> Which, yep, um, right? I have something and to say I, about that, but go ahead. Yeah, and I think that um, Caroline, she just has like such an eye, such an eye for really good stuff, Caroline, oh. the owner. So, okay, I, I can't wait to visit. To go check it out. And and there's so many great restaurants there, too. Like, you can make a little day of it. Like, there's yeah. an ice cream shop downstairs mm-hmm. and all kinds of little. I'm loving the outdoor dining. Yeah, me too. Right? It's been like, strange weather, but the nice days have been really nice lately. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of occasion net, I went to Chestnut Hill last week for that book signing um, for my friend, Laura Carney, who wrote my father's list. And she's traveling all over, you know, different regions. She was in Philadelphia and I'm driving there and I'm looking for a parking spot. What did I find next to this adorable bookshop that the signing was in? But occasionette, I totally forgot. So you went. There in. was an occasionette I mean, in Chestnut Hill. I was there half an hour before yes. closing. I went in, bought a couple things for a friend mm. that I have a very late wedding gift. <laughs> I know she listens. I'm still pulling it all together, but um. Yeah, I just that place makes me so happy. And so now I think I've completed the trifecta. I've been, I've been in all three. Occasion. Oh, wait, there's three? There's actually, I think there's a fourth somewhere else. Oh, I there's one in Collingswood that I've been to. There's the one in South Philly that you and I went to together, and there's one in Chestnut Hill. So I've completed the trifecta, at least to my knowledge. And man, I love that place. Wow. It's so great. Yeah. I need to make use of the last time that I was there, I bought, or the only time that I was there, I bought that shopping list. Remember that you can check off, like this is missing and I haven't been using it. Okay. So I need to decide, like, does it have a place in my life? Does it spark joy? Right. There is a hack. Maybe I'm not going to talk about it Mm. related to shopping lists. I'm going to save that for do your future self a favor. Okay, then. Never mind. Okay. Um, Did you know that this week is Target Circle Week? Oh, are they trying to compete with Amazon They're totally competing with Prime. Did I say Pride? I I think (laughs) we did. And I said Prime, but what we mean is Prime Week. Or no, Prime Day, which is now two days, Mm -hmm. which by the time this episode airs, it will be over. It's the 11th and 12th of July, and this airs on the 13th. But Target is bringing out the competition with Target Circle Week. So for anyone who, you know, listen, they're still both big box stores, but I prefer to support Target when I can. If I have the choice between Target and Amazon, yes, use a little red card action, get get my 5% discount. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I need to check it out. I need to see what's happening over there at Mm -hmm. Target. We need a new grill. Okay. I mean, I don't think that's a Target purchase. But uh, yeah, I don't no. think I'd buy a grill at Target. <laughs> no, but we need a new Do grill. they even sell grills? No, I'm sure they're online. They, do. they probably we do. We need to, we'll go to the little Ace Picopson hardware around the corner Cute. from here. Yeah. We'll get love a good su- Ace. Yeah. Support our small business. Good. Brooke, we also have some Patreon supporters. We do. It's so it was really exciting. We would like some more. We would you know, love put some it out more there. Patreon supporters. Yes. But um, I was very excited when I saw some supporters and we have already shared with them the uh, the different discount codes, the Wawa Latte level and above. Everybody gets 10% off 
code for the good enough-ish mm-hmm. shop. So you, And then the next level up, the Trader Joe's bouquet, you also get a 10% discount at the Balance Bound shop, which is my shop. And eventually there's going to be some sort yes. of discount to your course exactly. when you re-release it. Um, so yeah, take a look at all of the different bonuses. In addition to that, um, there's going to be the monthly freebie is coming. Do we know what the monthly freebie is? I do. I just have to do it. Okay. It should be live by the time this (laughs) podcast airs. Listen, because we didn't announce the the monthly freebie is always going to be the first Thursday of the month, but we didn't announce this, our new Patreon or updated Patreon. The first Thursday of next month, right? No, the second Thursday of this month. It's fine. And then next month, it's fine, everybody. Listen, the name of the podcast is good enough. You're going to have to expect a good enough ish (laughs) schedule. Sometimes we're going to be a little delayed. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Well, it's exciting. It feels very legit. Yeah. And it's exciting to see people supporting our work. I and- know. Yeah, so keep them coming, people. Keep them coming. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash goodenoughish. Yep. And just feel that warm, fuzzy feeling in your heart knowing that you're supporting And then put in your credit card. (laughs) All right. Is that a wrap on our update? I mean, I guess so. You want to take a break? Okay, let's take a break. Okay, be right back. We'll be back. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. We're back. We're back. And I'm so excited. We say this every single week. I'm so excited about this topic. I mean, yes, we say that all the time. Although I I can't say that if we've ever talked about like laundry or meal planning, I'm like, Mm. I'm so excited about this. (laughs) Those are like our early topics. I feel like now we're pretty good about like weeding out the things that don't excite us. So I think that's why we're always so excited. I'm always looking for good laundry hacks, but I'm I'm excited about this. This is kind of your, your area. This is my area. Especially because you are like a lifelong learner. You love learning. And this is like a way to learn more intensely about people and yourself. Yes. So we're talking today about the Enneagram. And I cannot wait to hear from our listeners, like who is already like a total Enneagram diehard, who has no idea what we're talking about, who's dabbled in it. And Brooke and I have um, just both taken the a quiz and we're mm-hmm. going to send you a link of where you can take this free Enneagram quiz to find out your Enneagram type. Um, and I felt fa- it took us about 10 minutes. Yeah. We sat here and did it at the same time. It says it's going to take 15 to 20. We were yeah. both, you know, we're overachievers. Yeah. Um, and you do have to give your email address like yes. in order to get the result. Correct. But it doesn't, you know, you don't have to pay for anything. Correct. They, this, um, Cloverleaf does have a paid program, but we, you do not need to do that. Correct. So the Enneagram, I don't know all of the details about where it originated from, but I believe that it came to light kind of in the 1960s in Bolivia. And since then, it has really kind of taken the world by storm. I actually saw it used a lot like in my corporate days. Mm. I actually, we took it, um, you know, as teams. I had an executive coach that I worked with that worked with Fortune 500 companies using the Enneagram. A lot of times to help deal with conflict and work relationships and things like that. And it was 
fascinating because, for example, so I'm a one and I'll read off what that means in a minute. Okay. But just knowing that like, oh, Colin, my team member is a four and it's like, oh, (laughs) Oh, oh okay Colin. that makes sense <laughs> why like i'm acting like a one he's acting like a four this is how he's thinking this is how i'm thinking so basically it's these nine types mm-hmm. they're numbers and it's always helpful to look at a lot of different sites because they all sort of use different language and describe things in a different way but there's essentially nine different types and then each of them has a wing where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you're sort of this, t- this is your main type, but then you sort of lean one way or the other to the number that's on the other side of you. Then there's where you go when you're really great, <laughs> where like, like when you're in a really good place, what's the type that you sort of act like when you're in a place of stress. So it's really interesting. Should I just, should we just read off ours? Yeah. Okay. Like, because I think we, we both got slightly different things. So we're going to cover a lot of ground mm-hmm. between the two of us. Mm-hmm. And then I'm so interested to learn like by knowing this about myself, how can it help me? And I think you yes. have more of it. Like in addition to understanding other people like you did in the corporate world, I am interested in knowing how can knowing this about myself help me? Yes. Yeah. Because that's, I am a lifelong learner mm-hmm. and I'm a self-development junkie. And I think one of the things that I'm always really intrigued about is just this idea of self-awareness. Like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, I can tend to be rigid and, you know, how might that affect other people? And so, I don't know. I'm just always so curious. Okay. Okay. So I'm number one, mm-hmm. which is the reformer. Mm-hmm. And I've also seen it called the perfectionist. Um, So this is what it says. This is the general description. Motivated by the need to live rightly and driven by longing for a true, just, and moral world. Loyal, dedicated, conscientious, conscientious, (laughs) (laughs) helpful, well-balanced, and good-humored, efficient, organized. I mean, thank God. That would be bad. Um, And always a mess. No. (laughs) Sometimes. I am and always completes the task, does things in a professional, honest, and ethical manner, is a person of practical action, always concerned with doing the right things in the right way, naturally gifted at bringing order to chaos and creating structures that allow others to thrive. That's me. I love it. Right? It's very accurate. Yeah. So then why don't we read yours? Okay. And then we can talk about the wings and the Okay. Yeah. Because we didn't talk about this before. We both finished our tests and and we we were like, not telling. Not telling. Okay. And so I I also want to mention that I took this test about four years ago Mm -hmm. and got the same exact results. And and I didn't take it through this Cloverleaf link. I took it somewhere else. I don't know where. I don't remember like what the exact wording, if, if it matched this, but I got the same exact numbers. Yeah. So I think that's that just goes to show. I was a little yeah. worried as I was taking the quiz. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to end up with the right one. I know. And I have believed that I am a one for 10 plus years. And yeah. It's going to totally throw me off. But no. But it's so exactly. interesting that I'm sure the differences between the quizzes that I took four years ago and this one, the questions were a little different, but it's pretty incredible that the results were exactly the same. So anyway, I am a number two, the Mm -hmm. helper, Mm -hmm. motivated by the need to be helpful toward others, attentive, appreciative, generous, warm, playful, and nurturing, Mm -hmm. makes others feel special and loved. Oh, 
often prefers to work with people, uh-huh. usually has a large circle of acquaintances and tends yes, to label people really as their friends very quickly. Oh, you do. So me. Guards relationships fiercely. The consummate team player always opting for self-sacrifice over self-promotion and happy to take on extra work when there are, are when others are overloaded or in a jam. Uh, it's me. <laughs> Elementary school yearbook, anyone? <laughs> I know. I know. I read this. I'm like, how dare you? I feel attacked. No, but I mean, it's, it's I think that is very me. And you. I do have a large circle of acquaintances. You like, really do. Anytime I'm trying to explain to Nick, like, oh, you know, my friend so and so, he's like, no, no I, I, I do not know who you're talking about because, yeah. like, I have, I have a lot of friends. <laughs> you do. Friendships are very important to me. You so, yes. Know. Community is one of your values. It is. Yeah. I love that. And the two and the nine, if I'm correct, they have a lot in common and people often have a hard time determining if there are two or nine. Because when I figured out the Enneagram, I actually back in the day didn't take a quiz. The way that they would have us do it is like read a bunch of Enneagram cards Mm. and narrow down the ones that you most identified with. Interesting. And then you might end up with like a two and a nine and it would be like, okay, they're both helpers, but they do it because they're motivated for different reasons. Like, Mm. for example, I think the nine, like, I feel like the two helps like because they want to. And I think the nine maybe does it more because they want recognition or Mm. something. But interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because a bunch of the questions kind of uh, led to that or inferred that like do things for attention versus doing things for like doing things for the greater good or right and yeah. i think you and i took different quizzes because as depending on the way that you're answering oh, at the yeah. beginning it changes because i was seeing towards the end that they were trying to narrow down okay is she a one or a oh, yeah interesting so depending on the way that you answer it's response it's a very smart little quiz it is it was so cool little quiz okay so then you've got the wings what does tell so the wing is just so basically because the enneagram if every if everybody just well we'll we'll you know we'll link to this resource but it's basically a circle yeah so it starts with one you know it's like a clock two and then goes all the way through nine so on each side of the one there's a two and a nine so I could either be a one with a two wing mm-hmm. or I could be a one with a nine wing so I am a one with a two wing and what that says about that so the two is you which mm-hmm. makes sense why we get a lot so well so two again is the helper and it says the two wing can balance the tendency to criticize others which i do tend to do (laughs) don't want to talk to my husband with an increase with an increased ability to empathize with others struggles on the downside it can also lead to over controlling and trying to manage other people's lives i mean (laughs) not me (laughs) yeah definitely see a lot of that okay Mm -hmm. interesting well Mm -hmm. my wing is the achiever the three uh the three sorry yeah three the achiever the three wing can balance the tendency to become overly deferential with a greater sense of self-confidence and the ability to adapt to whatever the situation demands on the downside it can also lead to increased image consciousness and unhealthy competition Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah this thing has me pegged. Yeah, we have done this at Black Bear before, mm-hmm. and I'll have to we'll have to take this quiz again because I think when we did it before, Black Bear is my annual girls' week, weekend, mm-hmm. and um, my friend Jocelyn is the achiever, and she, I remember her saying like, "Yeah, I basically won't do anything unless I know I'm going to be good at it and mm-hmm. like recognize for it." Yeah, I was like, "Wow!" Like it's it's very intense. The achiever. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is intense. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so then we have what they're calling here is growth. I think I've seen I've seen it said in a different way, but I can't remember it. But it's basically so on the wheel, there are arrows that are going to be pointing into the different directions. So the one when it's under when it's in a phase of growth or when it's in a really positive place is always going to go to that place. And when it's in a place of stress, it's going to go to the other place. So where I go and I very much relate to this, is Seven, the Enthusiast. And I remember... This is your growth. This is my growth, where I go when things are good. So I remember uh, thinking about this, because I was in this executive... like coaching program with all these other women. So we all knew all of our Enneagrams. And so it was really cool. So I would learn a lot about like, what was the seven like? What was the eight like? And the seven was kind of like the life of the party, you mm-hmm. know, like the the person that everybody really liked to be around. So it says here, becomes more enthusiastic, fun, open-minded, optimistic, and spontaneous by moving toward the positive qualities of sevens. Focus shifts from criticizing what's wrong to appreciating what's right and good. And I definitely feel that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a little bit like it's kind of that extrovert, introvert dance that I have. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I can tend to be very like introverty and kind of like brooding and critical and like focus. Mm-hmm. Wow. Clark agrees. Clark just did like a yoga level <laughs> stretch that was really impressive. And yeah. then the big hound ear shake. Yeah. Um, but then I can, I can be, you know, enthusiastic and spontaneous and all of that kind of stuff and be kind of life of the party, but then I'm exhausted. My growth wing. No, Uh it's not a wing. No. Growth. What did you call it? I don't strength. Uh Whatever. Yeah. Is number four, the originalist. Okay. It says engages in self-care often by saying no, or by engaging in creative expression that brings joy and fulfillment and a deeper sense of self-worth becomes okay with experiencing negative feelings such as anger or loneliness, like healthy fours. Hmm. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember the four as being like the I'm trying to remember because I often get the fours and the fives confused. One of them is like the brooding artist Mm. that can tend to get like very moody and dark. Mm -hmm. I think the five is maybe more like the intellectual that no one understands. Mm. Like I'm so different. Nobody understands me. So what I think what they're saying there is that you can go to a healthy place. Like instead of going to like the brooding suffering artists, Mm. you can go to a place of managing your emotions, but leaning into the creativity, which... I'll I take mean, it. The balance bound was born out of this burst of creativity that yes. you had to share with the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So I already read my growth, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. This is where I go in stress. Okay. The four, which we were just talking about. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm interested to hear how like it's... the other side of yeah. it. Right. Becomes inwardly hypercritical and can often feel hopeless that expectations will ever be met. Like unhealthy forms, fours can become overly sensitive to criticism from others and lose confidence. I definitely feel that. Like I can get to a place. It's almost kind of like I've exhausted myself on the one and the seven. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. Like like Gretchen Rubin often even calls it like obliger rebellion. Mm. Where it's just like, you know what? 
F this. I'm tired of being. I'm, I'm done. I'm tired of being responsible. I'm tired of being outgoing. Like this sucks. I'm. I give up. I don't yeah. want to like close the blinds and be at home all day. Mm. That's that's what I yeah. Okay. I relate to that. And my place of stress. I'm an eight. The challenger. Oh my god! This one. This one was one of the ones when I was in that program that somebody would be like, "My boss is an eight, and they'd be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." <laughs> well, fortunately, this isn't my main type, but <clears throat> I already feel a little attacked. <laughs> Can become controlling, overly demanding, and even demeaning. Yeah, I'm moving yeah. toward. I don't agree with that. No, I'm just okay. I'm not agreeing that that you. I, okay, wait. Start over. Start over. Can become controlling, overly demanding, and even demeaning by moving toward the negative qualities of eights. Stops focusing on helping others and instead on garnering recognition for contributions and past achievements. Hmm. May manipulate in order to take charge of the situation. Rude. Do you see anything in there? I mean, (laughs) I don't want to say yes, but sure. I I have my moments. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a lot from my learning that eights are tough. Eights are tough. They're usually like total badasses. Okay. I'll take it. But they're tough. They're, you know, tough bosses. So is what I remember. So good. Okay. Good to be aware of. So now this is something I'm a little less familiar with, but here it's basically referring to what is my triad. Yeah. This is interesting. It's kind of like the, the group that the grouping of that number, your main number that you fall under. Um, yes. So we have a little whining in the background in case that comes through. Clark does not like this discussion, Clark, but it's fine. Clark, I think he was probably, he's a brooding artist. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what's my type? He's ladies. A, he's a four right now. Yeah. Okay. So my triad is called the gut and it says sometimes called the gut triad types eight, nine, and one perceive, process, and respond to information instinctively. At the root, each type has problems with aggression. Eights express it, nines deny it, and ones repress it. Uh (laughs) On the outside, they can appear self-confident and strong, while on the inside, they can be plagued by moral self-doubts. Brooke, you don't even know what's happening inside of me. I don't. You think I'm just self-confident and strong, and you don't know that I'm plagued by moral self-doubt. I'm sorry. (laughs) That is kind of true, Is that something we need to work on? (laughs) Yes. Okay, We need to workshop this? (laughs) Okay, mine is the heart triad. Mm -hmm. So sometimes called the heart triad, types two, three, four, perceive, process, and respond to information through feelings, namely the feelings of others. (laughs) At the root, each type feels valueless and copes accordingly. Twos aim to be needed by others. Three aims to be impressive to others. And Mm -hmm. fours aim to be unique and unlike any others. Yes. On the outside, they can appear self-confident, joyful, and harmonious while inwardly inwardly feeling empty, inept, sad, and shameful. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so fun to revisit all of these. Like I remember. Would my... we call that fun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what fun. What fun. And it's funny too, because they'll tell you like, you are the same type as XYZ, like some terrible person from history. They'll be like, as Michael Jordan and Mussolini. Oh. <laughs> like, okay. Mm. Great. Like, I honestly believe, what was I going to, oh, like the six was so spot on. My dad was a six and the six, I, I don't know the word they would use here, but it's like the hypervigilant. Hmm. So 
he was always, he's like the boy scout, you know, like always worried about like, what is the terrible thing that's going to happen and how can I be prepared for it? And I would watch him when Isabel would play as a toddler and he would have like white knuckles because he was worried about her hitting her head on something or, you know, and he, it was just like, they're the type of people that they close the kitchen cabinet as soon as somebody else opens it <laughs> because they're worried about somebody hitting their head. I have, I have Side note, do you know that I'm a cabinet lever opener? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know that um, uh, Lennon Doyle also is. Yeah, Yeah, I know. uh They always joke about this on their podcast. And that's like, but it's an honest trait I got from my mother. Like we will be at my mom's house and there will be cabinets open. And yeah. It's like, I get it honest. I did not. Yeah. This is, yeah. No, I'm a cabin opener when I'm unloading the dishwasher and I leave them all open as I'm unloading. Sure. And I have had a couple unfortunate incidents when you're bending down and then you Ooh. lean up and you get the corner. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't, I would never leave a cabin open like outside of that excuse me fernando probably would yeah yeah okay well this was super fun and i I want to encourage people to go to so i'm actually in a group um with jess ekstrom called mic drop academy speaker sisters Mm -hmm. and one of my fellow speaker sisters is an enneagram expert and her name is ashton whitmoyer ober and you can find her at Enneagram Ashton. And she has like 600,000 followers. She's so fun to follow. She's really fun to follow. And I, as I was kind of doing a little homework for our recording today, I was looking through and I find her posts to be very informational Mm -hmm. and very fun. Mm -hmm. So she's a great follow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, like whether you use this um, test that we link to or another test that you prefer, or you've already done the Enneagram test, let us know what type you are and what it's taught you about yourself or something that it's taught you that you can work on, or if you're the same as us. Mm -hmm. And like it would be fun to see if perhaps if there's a listener who always relates more to Amanda and then it turns out that you guys are the same type. Yes. I don't know. That stuff intrigues me. It's very much in line with the Gretchen Room and Four Tendencies. And what are the other um, ones that we've talked about? Like Strengths Finder is another one and um, Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. Yes. I don't don't remember what I am. Yeah. I think I'm an ISTJ. Maybe that'll be another episode. Yeah. I think that'll be another episode. That's a fun one. It's fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We definitely will create a thread on the Facebook group Mm -hmm. and then everybody can take the quiz and post what they are. That'll be fascinating. 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 All right. Well, we'll be right back. We'll be back. Hey listeners, Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. We are back. We're back. Amanda, this joy sparker, you have a story behind it, but it's something that also sparks joy for me. So yes. tell us what's what's sparking joy for you right now. Welly Band-Aid kits. I mean, they have done an amazing job with design and marketing. Have they not? <laughs> when they first came onto the market, I mean, I was real excited and they were kind of hard to find. You yeah. kind of maybe only find them at Target, but now you can find them mostly at pharmacies. I love them. I have the little... So for those of you who might not know what we're talking about, they're like these little tin... 
mm, first aid kits. Yeah. And you can kind of get the, the small one, the, the medium one. And I have one like every purse. I have one in the car and I love them. And they even come like the band-aids are often very cute. The tin is very cute. Mm-hmm. And then it also comes with um, little things of antibiotic ointment, maybe berm cream, hand sanitizer, alcohol wipes, that sort of thing. I felt like a hero the other day because I was in Costco and I saw this man, he was picking up this heavy box and it had those like plastic straps around it. Ooh, you know I what I mean? And yeah, it, you know what I'm going to mm-hmm. say, Brooke. And as he was doing that, he gave himself like a cut from like kind of like a paper cut, but from one of those things. And I saw him kind of like ooh, nursing it and I looked in him, I was like, do you need a Band-Aid? Yeah. And he's Which like, pattern would you like? <laughs> and he's like, I, yeah, I do actually. And I was like, I got you. Yeah. I felt like such a hero. I patched him up. And my, Isabel was like, were you flirting? I was like, no, I was genuinely thrilled that I had a Band-Aid. So as, excited to be of a service. one with a two wing. I like to be helpful. Don't we? Oh, well, so you and I do. Yep. So, I love that. Yeah. And so um, my mom caught wind of mine. And so I bought a little one for her mm-hmm. and her best friend. And- I don't actually have the first aid kits, but I have a few different tins of the... Um, just the band-aids mm. and one thing i love about them because you know how well and i shouldn't call them band-aids that's a different brand bandages um yes band-aid brand the individual little envelope thingy uh-huh. that each band-aid uh-huh. is in you can't fully see the pattern uh-huh but i love that welly you can see you, the it's pattern. a clear Those kids can be very choosy about why has the pattern? band-aid brand not caught on to that i'm not why sure. are we still using like the somewhat opaque white ones that you have to like really look hard to right. see what the pattern on the band-aid is because sometimes you get like a box of mixed right. you know characters or something right. so i love that welly they have the clear side that you can see what the pattern is on the bandage um and i like that they come in off different fun designs and then the tins can be reused afterwards like i keep one in a little drawer in my room where i grab some like travel things so if i you know it could be like a little sewing kit holder yes type of thing yes perfect when you're traveling my brother-in-law and his group they all just went to greece and i loaded him up with some because i was like listen the girls are all gonna the teenagers are gonna have their fancy new sandals that they're wearing walking around mykonos all day Mm -hmm. complaining about their blisters (laughs) and you're gonna be the hero so um welly welly they spark joy they do yeah what are you doing to do your future self a favor so this was something i thought of a couple weeks ago because the kids and i were going to cape may for a couple of nights and i wasn't sure if i would have wi-fi and i needed to do a little bit of work after they went to bed so ahead of time i reserved a mobile hotspot from our library mm-hmm. and i'm guessing that a lot of libraries have this available but a lot i found that a lot of my friends didn't mm-hmm. also um you know like in the summer if i want to take the kids to the pool and there's another set of eyes that can be watching them and I need to take a quick meeting or write a quick email and I don't want to use my phone. I want to use my laptop. I can bring this mobile hotspot with me yes. and be on the go and always have Wi-Fi. Love it. So do your future self, future self a favor. See if your local library system, um, if they have mobile hotspots that you can take out ours, it's like three weeks that you can take it out. And mm-hmm. our library actually auto oh, renews nice. three weeks, three weeks and everything auto renews. So if someone isn't 
already waiting for that item or whether it's a book or a DVD, anything, everything auto renews at our library. Oh, that's nice. So the last time I got one out, I ended up having it for like two months because no one was waiting for it. Right. And I was using it like once a week when I would take Paige to dance class and it didn't make sense for me to go home, but I had to wait in my car basically for an hour for right. her. I was like, I can get a little bit of work done. I yes. took a meeting with you at yes, one point. You took a meeting. Took a meeting. You did look like a stalker. I, I did. Had, like, I was like in my dark car. Aviator glasses on. <laughs> dark car parked on a side residential road <laughs> with my laptop out and my um, hat. But anyway, yes. So just do your future stuff. I can't say it again. Do your future self a favor. See if this is something that's available, especially if you're going on a little summer vacay and you're not sure if you're going to have reliable Wi-Fi, but you might need to check into work. Yeah. And the other thing to do too is check and see if your cell phone plan includes it because mine does. Mine does not. Mine does. um, And I think I, when I was negotiating a new plan with them, having a mobile hotspot was super important to me because as you know, I'm like always on the go pre-post clients taking calls and all that kind of stuff. And I was able to get a really reasonable plan that allowed me unlimited mobile hotspot, mm. which was nice. So See, that's something to check too. Yeah. We have like an old AT&T plan that- that's grandfathered, right? We're grandfathered in, which side note, I think that's like a- colonial term that we're not supposed to use but i don't know how to replace that term okay just just saying maybe maybe let me know if you've learned a better term for grandfathered in because apparently yeah anyway any we're working on our language making it inclusive i anyway i don't know a better term for that one yet we are grandfathered into unlimited data, but that means that there is no option to make our phones mobile hotspots because they don't want people to take advantage of the unlimited Correct. data, like replacing your home Wi-Fi. Correct. So anywho, mm-hmm. yes, I do not have that option. Yeah. So just get, get them a little hotspot out from the library. Love it. Great. Very resourceful. Resourceful. Um, all right. Well, this was fun. As Cannot always. wait to hear from our listeners how they feel about the Enneagram, if they've heard about it, if they take the quiz, if you're not on the Facebook group, this is an excellent opportunity to join. Yeah. So Brooke will make sure that in the show notes, we have the link to the Facebook group. Yeah. And I'm always starting convos over there in the group, Amanda. You better, you know, step up a little bit. I... (laughs) Amanda checks in like every three weeks and like I get the Facebook notifications that there's like 17 comments on the different threads. It's, it's Facebook is a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge for me, but there are, yeah, but I want, I I want to be better. Okay. Maybe like on Thursdays when our episodes launch, you can make a point to check the Facebook group. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That'll last this week. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let us know, um, join the Facebook group and the password is Junie, right? Yeah. Basically to join. That's our mascot. Basically just have to tell us who our mascot is, which listen, Amanda has like a treasure trove of animals here. So, so, you know, if you happen to name one of the other ones, I'll <laughs> still let any animal. I'll still let you in the group. Junie? Someone wants Clark Dunk, used Duncan as our Dun- mascot. Really? I was like, you know what? That's not Duncan, inaccurate. We talk Layla, about Duncan a lot. Ginger, Brownie. We don't really talk about your cats much. They're not. They don't participate in the podcasting. Clark no. is a very active you don't get participant any, today. You don't get a brownie or a cookie for like saying an obscure pet name. You don't think that they would get major credit for saying brownie or ginger? I mean, they just get let in the group. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, nobody gets anything by using a more obscure name. But when someone used Duncan, I was like, okay, I see what you're doing there. I see what you're doing, overachiever, and I like it. (sighs) All right. All right. We'll talk to you all next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.